Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? And uh, I'm just putting this out here. I'm going to try and edit this quick. No fancy schmancy stuff. Not that I'm good at that anyway. But I want to talk about this whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. And before anyone gets to dropping all the crazy comments, I put something out on TikTok. And everyone's putting comments about uh, political beliefs and everything else. has nothing to do with any of that. Um, Yes, I I have some views on it. just because it was a protest to someone else who got shot by police and all this other stuff. And and a lot of this is uh, based on limited information I received from the media. So there's a disclaimer, right? But what I really want to talk about is I went through a murder trial and I got convicted of second degree murder. And to this day, even though that conviction got overturned and I took a plea agreement and then got released 12 years later... If I was still in for murder, I'd be I'd be okay with that because it took a long time, a long time in prison to really start looking at it and going the law. The jury is responsible for determining what the law is. I didn't watch the entire trial. OK, I watched a number of little pieces. I watched it live for a little bit, but I, I watched bits and pieces, right? And the things that that judge was doing, not to mention the way his mannerisms and and everything else, the way he treated the prosecution was the way my defense got treated, where the prosecution got everything. Uh, I'll give a couple of examples. One, that judge rarely even looked at me unless he was, and it's going to sound biased, and it is a little bit. But when he looked at me, it was literally to talk down from the bench, like talking down on me, like basically letting me know that I'm going to prison. Like I I can't explain it. You could ask my parents or anyone else who was there. It, It was just crazy. So I'm watching this and he's literally yelling at the prosecution in defense of Kyle Rittenhouse, who got to sit there and kind of bask in it. I mean, there were times where you see this child, and I mean, yeah, he's 18, so he's a man, but looking over like, defend me, dad, right? Which is crazy. Now, that's one piece. Not to mention, there were times when the judge comes down and Kyle's standing right behind him like it's nothing. Like, they would have never let me get anywhere near anybody outside of my attorney, You know, because I am on trial for murder, regardless what you think. Like if that judge felt that Kyle was innocent, that's fine. But he still has to treat him as he's only innocent when he's proven innocent. I know we hear that you're not guilty until you're proven guilty. That's BS. (laughs) That's not how the rest of us are treated. And I am going to say when I say the rest of us, I'm a minority. Uh, I've had people go, man, you're whiter than white. That's great. I've never been treated that way when someone knows my name. Okay. And I know it might sound like a cop out. Trust you me. I do not get treated as a white person. Now, not going into white privilege and all that other stuff, but let's keep going down this road, right? I'm talking about the trial and the way it was conducted. He was given bail like it was nothing. 
I was not afforded bail. So this kid literally recorded shooting people and was given a reasonable bail. Not to mention the people that literally donated money. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. How many people do you see, and when I say people, going back to us minorities, disenfranchised individuals, how many people end up getting into the system and never getting out because they had a bail that was like a thousand bucks and they couldn't even get a thousand bucks put together? This kid had like half a million dollars in like a couple of days. It's ridiculous. And then get this. <laughs> Come on. You got to appreciate this, right? This child, because he, he was a child when it happened, and I know he was 18. I don't know exactly when his birthday is and all that, but was out on bail. And I, I'm not trying to put his family and his upbringing on trial, but it would have been on trial if it was me. How it wasn't because it was him screams white privilege, right? This child gets bailed out and gets taken to a freaking bar, right? Where he's drinking underage, but apparently in Wisconsin, if your parents are there, that's okay, which I think is crazy. But you're out on bail for murder. And you and your parents, and where the hell is your attorney at, by the way, felt it was in your best interest to go to a bar, drink, get recorded, and then, and, and mind you, I don't know, but it sure as hell looked like it, and even if it wasn't, you're an idiot, taking pictures with proud boys, and you're throwing up the little peace sign, the little A-OK -okay thing that is all over the media as being a white supremacist thing, Right? Whether it was or wasn't, why would you even do that while you're in trial? If that was me, oh my God, that would have got drugged through the freaking ringer in trial. And the judge would have been okay with it. This judge didn't want them bringing up video saying, uh, he was on video, um, yeah, saying that, you know, I wish, look at those black guys. I, I, I wish I had my AR-15, I'd shoot him. Oh, but he made comments. Everyone makes comments and doesn't do anything. But the point is, is if you do something later and it is reflective of those comments and things, you're showing that that's your mentality. And that would have 100% been used in my trial. As a matter of fact, I will give an example how that exact thing back then there wasn't camera phones and social media and stuff. But similarly was used in my trial and the judge was perfectly OK. Matter of fact, it was a slam dunk. They had my girlfriend at the time get on the stand and uh she's a little dingy right when it, when it came to you know knowing what to do and what to say and all that not that i needed her to lie but she basically got up there and the prosecutor walked her through saying you know asking a bunch of questions about me and my guns now um, unlike Kyle Rittenhouse, my firearms were legally owned in my name and I was of age. He should have never had a gun, which is a whole nother thing that how that wasn't a big deal in trial. I still don't understand. But anyway, they got my girlfriend of the time to say that I played with guns. And then to the point where I played with guns, like little girls play with Barbie dolls, like they were toys to me. And then they brought that up as that's who I was. I was going to shoot and kill someone eventually because I played with guns like toys. 
I was mad and I was mad that they were even allowed to do that when, you know, that's not me. That's someone who rarely even saw me with my guns. But nonetheless, later on, I had to go. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was true, though. It was true. I'm not sitting here trying to say, like, I shouldn't have went to prison. I 100% should have. Now, what should Kyle Rittenhouse have got? I don't know. But no way should he have gotten the trial he got. That's my point. Here's the other thing. My father told me something years and years and years ago that I hated, but I so appreciate now and I, I get it, which is, um, you know, don't put yourself in situations that you don't want the outcome. Um, basically, he, he was saying, like, you know, you, you create your own outcomes, right? And the example I'll give you guys is something that really happened. I went out really late to a club with some friends because they wanted to go, and I parked my car, and there ended up being a shooting, and someone broke into my car. So my car got broken into, like, $1,200 worth of stereo equipment stolen, and my car got shot up. It was just crazy. And when I was crying about it later he basically said well why were you out there and i said well my friends wanted to go and it was like so you had no reason to be out there you just went did you know that it was a bad area well i mean it's so yeah and he's like okay so you went out there knowing that something could happen you didn't need to be out there you were going out there in the middle of the night so you're mad because you put yourself in a situation and then the worst thing happened and i was like well when you put it that way i sound kind of stupid my point is this Cal Rittenhouse should not have had an AR-15 because he is not old enough. So I don't care what you think about self-defense. I don't care what you think about any of that other crap. Once again, if this is a minority on the stand, different outcome because they're going to say you never should have had the freaking gun. Who cares if 10 guys jumped you and you had to shoot them, otherwise you were going to die. You shouldn't have been able to shoot anyone because you shouldn't have had the gun. Then crossing state lines you're not even it's not like you're at your house and you grabbed your dad's gun and you were protecting your house you literally went to a whole nother state at the age of 17 with an ar-15 that you legally shouldn't have had and i've heard the whole open carry in technically he could carry because i don't know regardless whether it's legal or not your mindset that goes into a freaking murder trial right? People get gang enhancements because they commit a crime because of their gang affiliation. This kid was going out to do something based on what a group is doing. To me, that's like a gang enhancement right there. You know what I mean? People brought up that people that died and got shot had criminal backgrounds. Who gives a crap? You are not the judge and jury for everyone, and I guarantee you, whatever the hell they did, whatever crimes they had in their background, did it warrant them to get killed by some stupid-ass kid that went over there one night? My point is this. I am a very proud American. I am very dismayed and sad at where our country is right now because people are literally applauding what happened Instead of saying, you know what, I believe in self-defense, I don't believe anyone should have died that night because no one else was trying to kill anyone else. Regardless of if there was a fire set or a car window got broken, that can be replaced. You can never bring someone back. And I'm speaking from someone who took a life. 
I killed a man. I can never repay that debt. It's something that haunts me all the time. The reason I make videos and the, the reason I try to help people better themselves and everything is because I hope that through any little bits of good that I do until I die, that, that maybe I can almost break even on whatever that debt is. But I'm not a fool thinking that I'll ever be able to make it right. Because I shot and killed my friend and he will never be back. And here I am 20-something years, almost 30 years later, wishing I could see where, where he was right now. Do you think Kyle gives a crap? He went out drinking. He went out taking selfies with people. When his fate wasn't even decided. I freaking lost my mind for weeks. When I when everything first happened. Because I couldn't believe what I did. Even guilty or not guilty. I still couldn't believe what I did. So if you feel it's okay to just extinguish someone's life, well, then I dare say maybe you're the problem. If you think this is all about self-defense or Black Lives Matter is wrong, well, you're an idiot. Because how does that equate to taking someone's life? At the end of the day, we're all Americans. And if another country came over those walls tomorrow we'd have to have each other's backs regardless whether you believe in abortion or not regardless whether your your family has different cultures and ethnicities in it we'd have to be flying one flag so why don't we start acting like it and start calling shit for shit when we when it's there right stop trying to make it one or the other side because once again i don't even know if he should be guilty of murder i'm not saying that what i'm saying is the people that died didn't get a fair trial out of it and that's sad anyway this is me tito 15 to life which is what i got sentenced to in 1999 and then in 2001, it got overturned and I got an involuntary manslaughter with a gun enhancement, right? I don't, I don't hold a lot of animosity towards anything that led to that for me. I had a detective get up on the stand and lie about what I told him. I had something else that came up and I'm glad I'm glad it played out the way it did like let me make that clear right but there was also um, fingerprints that were found um, on the gun and mind you I always said that I did it that the gun was in my hand when it went off but I said that I didn't chamber the gun that I had other people handling the gun and ironically they pulled prints off and then they lost those prints that wasn't a big deal they just blew over like eh. oh well so what? Even though it corroborated part of my story. Not that it would have got me off the hook. I wasn't trying to get off the hook. What I was trying to say was I just didn't chamber the gun. Even if I pulled the trigger, it shouldn't have went off. 
And I, I still stand by that to this day. Um, but at the same time, I was the one holding the gun when it went off. So I am responsible. Does Kyle take responsibility for what he did? He said that he could not in trial. This part I did see. He could not use um, lethal force to protect property. But he said he went there to protect property. Well, if you went there to protect property, why'd you bring the gun? Think about that. These are things that I would have got slammed for in trial. He did not. He beat up a girl. I don't know if you guys saw those pictures. I did. He beat up a girl. That, that shows what kind of individual he is. His parents were grooming him in this militia-type fashion. That mindset. Now, don't get me wrong. I would definitely say, like, maybe that's something that they work with him on that because it's something that he was trained to be or whatever. But to just make it seem like it's no big deal and he should be released and why is anyone tripping off of this? That's crazy. And I will say I'm also a little bit let down because I was hoping that there would be some protests and some marches for those individuals that were killed. Whether you believe it was murder or not. Um, the person who did the killing, nothing happened to him. Much like when officers kill someone and nothing happens to them. Anyway, this is Tito. I was trying to make it short and it ended up being a little bit longer than I thought, but... I, I just want y'all to know this has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat or independent or socialist or communist or capitalist has nothing to do with Christian Muslim or anything else. This has to do with a man, me who went through a murder trial and for the good, bad and indifferent, like I didn't see that in this individual. And I'm going to throw this last little egg out there on how trial goes for the rest of us. My jury, after weeks of, of going through trial and they went out, they came back hung. You can look this up. It's, it, it was in the San Francisco Chronicle. They came back hung. And my attorney said, hey, that's, that's actually good. You know, they, they, can't, they can't find you guilty or whatever. And the judge asked them why they were hung. And this was like a big deal because they were like the judge is trying to push them to come to a verdict instead of allowing them after the instructions to determine if I was guilty or not. And the jurors basically said, um, we can't we can't find him basically guilty of using a firearm in commission of a felony. Like basically they were. They could find me guilty of murder, but not with a gun, basically, is kind of what they were saying. And the judge gave them this whole big speech about you guys have to come back with a verdict. You have to, you have to, you have to. Like, it was this big old thing. And then he basically said, I'm going to let the defense and the prosecution do their closing arguments, man. I, I think he gave each side 15 minutes, if I remember correctly. It was a long time ago. Um and it was in the newspaper. It was like, nah, hasn't been done in like 30 years, like reopening and closing arguments. Like that should have been it. They should have just been hung and that's it. Either they have to let me go or they retry the case, right? Once again, I'm not mad that, like, I'm not saying I should have went. No, 
when they redid those closing arguments, um, I barely made it back upstairs to the holding tank and they called me back down and I was found guilty of second degree murder, not guilty on a gun enhancement. Ironically, exactly what the judge was telling them, like come back with something. So they came back with it with second degree murder. That's why I had 15 to life and not 25 to life. Um, my point is this, they wanted that conviction. Uh, for those of you who don't know, for inmates, they make money off of us. You know, it, it's a huge business. It's a support system, right? So, like, putting people away for life, oh, that's guaranteed revenue that the state makes that, that goes through the CCPOA, the California Correctional Officers Peace Associate, whatever, their their union and all that. Um, so, yeah, I got convicted. And when I took a plea agreement, I had to let them off the hook because double jeopardy they can't retry me on a gun enhancement because they came back hung on it <clears throat> so i had to agree to take it because that was the only way they could keep me in prison otherwise they would have had to let me go when when my conviction got overturned needless to say what i'm telling you is they did all that for me i'm a nobody to get me in prison but they pushed the opposite direction for this kid think about it that's it i'd love to hear your thoughts on it um once again i'm not saying he should be in jail for the rest of his life i'm just saying i wish the trial was like everyone else's trial we need to learn to be fair and equitable no matter what race gender religion doesn't matter and maybe one day we'll have ai hey maybe Maybe Mark Zuckerberg will have trial in the metaverse and then it won't matter. <laughs> anyway, y'all be good. Y'all be safe.